Welcome everybody to another edition of Sunset Flips and Super Kicks, the podcast. Today, it's part two of the what if question mark in wrestling. Hope everyone enjoyed part one. Uh, like I said, this is part two and what I didn't state in part one is it's so easy to go what if of with injuries or I mean, I know I did Goldberg injuring Bret Hart, but that's because he injured him. It wasn't an injury that, you know, whatever, that just came naturally. Like a lot of other injuries that take away careers or lives, I'm not going to do that. And same if, like, what if a certain wrestler was around? So I didn't state that before. Um, that could be another one in itself, but that's just that's just too sad, depressing or whatever to talk about. So I'm not going to do that. Um, so I thought I, uh, I thought I nailed part one at the very end. Um, also this, I've done no research. I haven't looked into this or thought about this. I just think, fuck, what if this happened? Write it down and then get on here, hit record, just like I do every other fucking episode. Just record and just speak from the top of my head. So let's get into it, shall we? I've got the trusty wheel. Got a few more. This is the first batch. So if I think of more, then there could be a part three to follow. <clears throat> Let's get into it with a fun one. What if all in never happened? Well, I think the first thing is there's no AEW. That's for sure. You know, like what if, you know... This was an idea, obviously, by Cody and the Bucks. They broke contract to do this amazing show. You know, fucking Tony Khan wants to be a mark for himself and say he opened the forbidden door. He didn't. Cody and the Bucks didn't do it. I don't know who started it. But, you know, think back to 97 when ECW came into WWF. Two different companies working together. Did they start it? I'm not saying they started it. That's the earliest one that I can think of. You know, but maybe territories. Well, the real Forbidden Door was, I guess, Ric Flair when he was NWA champion. Going to all these territories, wrestling everyone. So, you know, WCW and New Japan traded talent all the time in the 90s. But Tony Khan's just a mark. He's fuckwit. So I'm not going to bash on Tony Khan all episode as much as I'd love to. I'm not going to. Okay. But, you know, what if Ring of Honor had said, no, no, like, we're not going to make any money on this show, so why should we, why should we allow you to do it? Same with New Japan. You know, and who else was there? I think it was mainly just them, and then, like, free agents and stuff, like a Rey Mysterio. You know, the... It led to uh before that was or was this before the Jericho cruise there's another guy that you know opened the forbidden door ring of honor and impact and all that so um, but if all in never happens um you know Cody and the Bucks could be in WWE right now Kenny Omega could be in WWE right now or they could still be doing ring of honor ring of honor would be doing a hell of a lot better than it is now they could be in New Japan right now. 
but I dare, I, I'm like 99% convinced AEW is not around because of All In, because All In is what Tony Khan saw and was like, okay, I can do this. And he got that inspiration from Chris Jericho wrestling Kenny Omega in the Tokyo Dome at Wrestle Kingdom. But if All In doesn't happen, Ring of Honor's doing fine. New Japan, I mean, New Japan's always, you know, right at the top, doing great. But they've still got, they've still got Kenny Omega. They've still got, you know, they've still got the original Bullet Club. You know, would, would they be the elite? You know, when, you know, the, the OGs turned on them and stuff like that. And then that sort of kept Kenny and Cody, they, they brought them back together because they were in a bit of a feud over Bullet Club. But then you look at all the signings, like John Moxley. There's no AEW. I'm just going to spawn that, say, what if All In never happened, into what if AEW was never around? Where's John Moxley? You know, probably New Japan, Indies maybe, because he had no problem doing that. You know, Eddie Kingston, Matt Hardy, Christian. You know, he would have just come back at the Rumble and then, you know, wouldn't wouldn't be too fast on, like, signing him to a deal or whatever. But, you know, like Rusev and, and all these other guys. Then a lot of the guys in WWE wouldn't have got, you know, bigger pay to stay and not get used because, you know, they don't want him to go to AEW. So, but that's what I think. There's no all-in. There's no all-elite wrestling. There's no AEW. I think I think it's that simple. You could think you could think otherwise. You could think, well, no, it still would have happened. That's fine. That's great. You're allowed to think that. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> All right. What if Kevin Nash doesn't end Goldberg's streak? First of all, the finger poke of doom doesn't happen. Um, that's that's the first thing. Um, I think, I mean, it had to happen, had to happen eventually, because you think about it, allegedly 173 wins, but at the end of the day, who did you really beat? So, um, but I think Hogan breaks it, definitely, you definitely build to that rematch, you could do it, you could easily do it, you know, same thing, if... If it goes how it went, obviously you don't build to Goldberg Hogan, like I said in part one. You would definitely build build to uh, Goldberg Hogan too at Super Brawl or maybe Bash at the Beach. Or just stretch it out, give Goldberg a year reign and do it at Halloween Havoc. 90, what would that be? That'd be 99. But then that obviously changes NWO as well because the finger poker doom was done to reform the NWO. Because if you remember, there was NWO Hollywood, NWO Wolfpack. Hogan, leader of NWO Hollywood. Nash, leader of the Wolfpack. Do the finger poker doom. Work the business. Work everyone. NWO is back bigger and 
Not that that's possible, but bigger and stronger than ever. So, but yeah, if Nash doesn't end it, Hogan does, because I don't think there's anyone else. Or maybe Bret Hart. You could build to a Bret Hart Goldberg. And Bret Hart ends the streak. If you want to do something proper with, with Bret Hart, like also disgusting in part one. So that's what I think. I don't, don't think there ever was a Goldberg Hogan too. Probably nothing wrong with that. Both men can't really wrestle. But it's all about the spectacle and they'd make it something. All right. What if... What if Sting made the jump to the WWE and wrestled Taker at Mania? Well, that's how I left part one. Um, obviously, he did come in 2014, wrestled Triple H at 2015, and then I said if the streak didn't end by Lesnar, um, there is a lot of momentum going into Undertaker versus Sting at WrestleMania 31. But let's let's back up. Let's say... Let's say he comes with the invasion. I mean, WWF bought WCW the week before WrestleMania 17, so you can't really say WrestleMania 17, uh, Sting vs. Undertaker, because there's literally no build. And they had already built to Undertaker, Triple H. But maybe WrestleMania 18... But then again, you leave it, you know, take a flare. It's the match that really, I guess, saved Ric Flair. Um, Sting, Sting Kurt Angle, I believe, would have been something discussed. And maybe even they tried to make it happen. You know, but I think, I think that match would have been, would have been set for WrestleMania 20. But then again, Undertaker was the American badass, not the dead man. And I think everyone would have wanted Crow versus the dead man. So it's sort of like, when do you do it? You know, instead Sting went to TNA and had a hell of a run there and went to WWE too late. And now he's trying to fucking, I don't know what he's trying to do now. Carry Darby Allen's bags in AEW, which is a shame. But, you know, I think WrestleMania 20 would have been the time but you know that just changes that just changes everything storyline wise for Kane being the one that helped Mr. McMahon bury the Undertaker at Survivor Series 2003 so just everything's just everything's just all over the place there like I'd seriously need a book to write down and, and fantasy book this when would be the right time to do it and maybe 2006 WrestleMania 22 cuz what's the point in Fucking Undertaker versus Mark Henry. You know. Because it's one of those things where everyone wants it, but you could just keep fucking dangling that carrot. But then what's Sting do in the meantime as well? That's the other thing. So, you know, everything worked out the way it did. Disappointing, I must say. But I've said this before. I can't remember what episode I said it on. But I don't think it would have lived up to expectation. Everyone just, everyone would have oversold the shit out of it and I think it would have flopped. So, there you go. Do I just end the podcast now? Have I pissed everyone off? God, I hope so.
Right, let's move on. Ooh, okay, Eric Bischoff, my man, Easy E. What if Eric Bischoff saw potential in stunning Steve Austin and terrorizing? For those of you who don't know, terrorizing would become Triple H. And stunning Steve obviously would become Stone Cold Steve Austin. So what if Bischoff had seen potential? And I'm not just saying Bischoff. I think it's just that's just the narrative created. So it's just easy for me to go off that. So I should have rephrased that and gone, what if WCW saw potential? So Austin was fired uh, about 95. You know, I mean, just think, like, he was so good in WCW. He was... He was great. I mean, just like as an in-ring technician. He was so technically sound in the ring. Obviously, you don't say that as Stone Cold Steve Austin because he changed his style to become a brawler to fit that character. Right, but as stunning Steve Austin, he was a great technician. And honestly, a WCW fucking stunning Steve Austin versus Hulk Hogan match. Oh, fuck. That would have that would have been a good match, like, but there was just there was no real push behind stunning Steve Austin, even though you know he was promised you know like a push and that, and then they put him in a tag team, and then just fucking just floating around the mid card. You know, does he stay in WCW? You know, they say potential. You know, yeah, we think we could do something with stunning Steve Austin. Well, there goes Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's the same with Triple H, terrorizing. There's no click. There's no DX. You know, Triple H is just another, terrorizing, is just another guy in WCW. You know, because the click, you know, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels saw Triple H and went, you know, we need to get him. And so, you know, they convinced Vince, allegedly. I wasn't there, so I don't fully know. I'm not saying I know everything. I know a lot. I don't know everything. You can't say you know everything about something when you don't. You can say you know a lot or a fair bit. I'll say I know a fair bit. You know, convincing McMahon to get him but what if you know they go oh no we've really got something here with this terrorizing guy maybe we can change it up obviously he's not going to be hunter hurst Helmsley. obviously he's not going to become triple h he could become something you know but there's no click that's for sure there's no dx there's no nxt and triple h doesn't marry his way into 14 world championships that was that was a cheap shot i know i know i didn't I didn't mean to go there. It's just all fun and games. But, you know, what happens? We, we could have got the two-man power trip in 1996 going up against the NWO. You know? But it wouldn't have been the same, Hall and Nash, going to WCW because they're not friends with one Paul Levesque because he's not a member of the clique. So even just, like, one of them. You know, what if one of them stayed and the other one went to the WWF? 
that changes everything. Everything's just completely just flipped on its head. So, I mean, with a lot of thought and planning, I could definitely probably come up with a lot more on this matter. But I'm not going to. So, thank you. But think about it. Think about it. Hey, if you've got some thoughts on it, let me know on any of these. Any of these. God, it's funny how this fucking wheel works. What if, the next one, the curtain call never happened? Famous. Famous Madison, Madison Square Garden live event moment. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash leaving to go to WCW. Triple H and Shawn Michaels staying. This is obviously because WCW saw no potential in terrorizing. So they do the curtain call. You know, they hug it out in the ring, breaking kayfabe. At the end of the day, it should be what if that guy didn't sneak in a video camera to Madison Square Garden and film this? Well, then no one would know about it. It'd just be word of mouth. People just, it's just like, oh, this is what happened at the live event. Oh, yeah, can you show me? Well, no, I can't. You know, so what if that guy didn't take in the video camera? Do they just deny the curtain call? They could. But let's just say it, it never happened. It just, you know, uh, Triple H and Razor worked. That's that. And then Michaels and Diesel worked the cage. That's that. They go out the back. They go out. They celebrate. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Have fun in WCW, guys. We'll see you around. Triple H was supposed to win the King of the Ring in 1996. Triple H wins the King of the Ring in 1996. There's no Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because what happened at King of the Ring 1996? Austin 316 said, I just whipped your ass. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. I mean, he could have said that somewhere else, but it doesn't fit because Jake Roberts... Jake the Snake Roberts read like a passage from the Bible before the match. And that's that's how Austin 316 came to be. You know, because Austin had to go to hospital to get stitches in his lip. And then he came back and then I think it was Michael Hayes told him like this is what Jake Roberts said um, just before. And he didn't hear it, so he didn't know about it. He doesn't know about that. There's no Austin 316, just like the curtain call. Triple H wins King of the Ring. I mean, I know Triple H won it in 97. You know, but do they say anything? I mean, they didn't say anything in Austin to begin with. That's why he came in as the ringmaster. You know, but then is he the one to win it in 97? If he's the one to win it in 97, it's, it's too late. Because does Bret Hart want to work with him at Survivor Series in his comeback match at 96? Survivor Series. And then lead into WrestleMania. WrestleMania 13. Does Austin win the 97 Royal Rumble? Does Austin become a three-time Royal Rumble winner? No. Does Triple H win the 97 Royal Rumble? Does Triple H have that stone-cold career?
fuck, I'm amazing, I'm amazing myself right now, fuck, I can talk some bullshit on here, and that's why I have this, what if, what if, fuck, God, I love it, see, there's, there's one, you know, that's, that changes, that changes everything, for both, for both men, because fucking Triple H and Shawn Michaels have more pull than ever. Interesting. Interesting shit. Alright. Hmm. What if Hogan wasn't the third man NWA flops? Simple. Next one. I mean... Originally it was Sting, so you know that's a double. That's a two double question. You could say it either way. So what if Hogan wasn't the third man? What if Hogan was on the other side? I mean, obviously Hogan makes sense because NWA was this invasion. You know, invasion. You know, they came up with the invasion. Right, the WWF invasion of WCW. That's why, that's why Hogan worked. I mean, you can ask Dave Meltzer, and he thought it was Mabel. Mabel was the third man. Okay, he can defend that. People can defend Dave Meltzer all you want. Don't do it to me. I don't give a shit. Okay, I respect Dave Meltzer. I do. You know, he's fucking. He's very knowledgeable, but at the same time, he speaks some massive bullshit. Okay, now I'm going off on Dave Meltzer. Um, just fucking ripping on him. Um, what if it was Sting? It just, it doesn't, I don't think it pans out the same because does it become NWO? Like, was New World Order always what it was supposed to be called? Because remember Hogan's promo? This is the New World Organization of Wrestling, brother. And I think if it's Sting, it doesn't get the heat that it does. Because when it was Hogan, I mean, that's the greatest heel turn in, in wrestling history. You know, you can, you can try to debate that all you want. It's, that is a fact. LA Knight, Eli Drake, that's not an insult. That is a fact of life. That is the greatest heel turn in professional wrestling. Because it worked. And... I mean, when, when was the last time someone turned heel and then people were throwing rubbish into the ring? When that, you know, and then it just carried on, throwing fucking everything at them. Everything. If it's Sting, it doesn't, doesn't pan out the same. So, and it would, it would have never worked. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to just make Hogan one of these guys later on that joined NWO, like... 187 people did in WCW by just, you know, randomly joining NWO. I mean, it worked because they're basically all ex-WWF guys. You know, I actually started watching a while ago, went on an NWO phase, um, and the second Vincent came out as a member of the NWO, I stopped watching it. I stopped caring because, you know, that was just stupid. Like, no one really gives a fuck about Vincent. Like, fucking Virgil. 
NWA's got Virgil. Fuck. You know, what have we done wrong? Come on. Um, the only other one that would have made sense would have been Macho Man, I think, because being an ex-WWF guy, Sting sort of does make sense, but at the same time, he wasn't in that position he was later on in 96, where it just felt like everyone had turned their back on him. Uh, but at the same time, like, he's turning his back on WCW. But it still doesn't get the heat that Hogan does. So but then, does Hogan have, if it's not Hogan, what happens to Hogan? You know, I think he just, I don't know. It's He's not the same. And then, I don't know. So, I don't know where to go from here. For, for what if it, if it wasn't Hogan? It was, it made sense. It was right. It made NWA something that is still one of the biggest things in professional wrestling right now. I mean, hey, I'm wearing an NWA shirt right now as I'm recording this. And I find myself wearing this a lot because I listen to uh, Eric Bischoff talk about fucking NWO and Hogan and all this and it makes me want to watch it. I don't think it has the same effect today if it was Sting. Then again, if it was Mabel, like Dave Meltzer said, well, fuck, it would have just, fuck, NWO would still be around today. If it was Sting, Bullet Club isn't what it is because Bullet Club was sort of, sort of like based on the NWO. Yeah, got a few more here. Let's go. Oh, okay. What if CM Punk never quit? What happens to CM Punk in 2014? Okay, so... We know the the picture that came out. It's supposed to be CM Punk vs Triple H at WrestleMania. You know, CM Punk, according to him, on his on the podcast that he did when he left, was supposed to beat Triple H. What's the point? But because then you get Daniel, you get no Daniel Bryan because Batista wins the Rumble still. Then what? Do the fans just turn on CM Punk because he sort of overstayed his welcome? Because you know he, he lost he lost a lot of his momentum. Going back to what I said on part one, you know, with old with old mate Dwayne, he lost a lot of momentum there. But then, like, what's what's there for him to do? You know what happens? Like, does the shield break up if CM Punk's around? You know, does CM Punk join the Shield? Does does Evolution reform? I don't think they do because your main event is Batista beating Randy Orton at WrestleMania 30. And for what reason, I don't know. But, you know, then, then where do you go from there? Like, what happens with the Shield? Which is, I honestly, I honestly think that's like a legitimate question. Like, what happens to the Shield if CM Punk stays? Because CM Punk leaves after the Royal Rumble. So then the focus turns to Daniel Bryan because that's what everybody's asking for. So do they do they get behind Daniel Bryan too late? You know, with the with the yes movement. You know, because if you remember, Daniel Bryan got so hot, I don't even think he was in the Rumble in 2014. In reality, he should have been the guy to win. So then everybody doesn't turn on Batista. 
So, and that's all, I dare say that's all from Sam Punk leaving. Because then Evolution doesn't reform to battle the Shield. Because they just forget about Daniel Bryan altogether after Mania because they turn their attention to the Shield. But CM Punk's there. CM Punk takes on Triple H. Then what? What are you going to do? Fucking Evolution versus CM Punk and Daniel Bryan? So. But, you know, seven years later and everyone's still saying fucking... CM Punk needs to come back. He's not going to make a difference. Here's something I actually wish I did a little bit on. Um, Research and looking up and listening to stuff. What if Eric Bischoff actually bought WCW, which was the plan? Um... He'd, he'd be hella rich right now. He could start his own network, obviously, because when you think about it, the sale of WCW, going to Vince McMahon, I mean, there's more money in the library than in the contracts that he had. I mean, just the library alone, you know, the Nitros, the Thunders, the Saturday Night, and, of course, the pay-per-views. I mean that's where that's where all the money was, because essentially that's what you that's what he bought when he got WCW. He bought the library, and for next to nothing as well, because obviously Eric Bischoff wanted to, and then I think was going to sort of shut down for a bit and then come back. Uh, I've still got to listen to the podcast he did on it. They were going to come back with the uh, with a pay per view, The Big Bang. Um, you know, what if that happens? Do they do the show, The Big Bang Theory? You know, can WCW say, hey, no, trademark, you know, Big Bang, that's our thing. So, yeah, then where's the, uh, where's the money come from? Is it still, is it still under Turner? Um, you know, how does, how does that work? You know, what's, what's behind Bischoff and WCW? Yeah, because obviously they had Ted Turner, you know, and and his blank checkbook. So it, it would have been interesting to see. Um, he, I dare say, like, moving forward, like, would it have still been WCW Nitro? Would it have still been WCW? Would have he? Had, would he have rebranded it? Obviously, he gets WCW. There's no shitty invasion angle in two thousand one. There's no shitty invasion angle in 2000. I mean, what are you going to do? WWF versus ECW? Like, that's, that won't work. That invasion thing won't work. You know, maybe you could have these ECW guys spread out, WWF and WCW. Like, do they still stay afloat? Like, it's just all one of those, one of those things. I think, I think maybe the company name changes, especially after 2000, the year that they had in 2000. Is T- does TNA become a thing? Because if WCW hangs around, Jeff Jarrett's in WCW still. Jeff Jarrett created TNA to make himself NWA champion like a hundred times because you really thought he was that good. Um, oh boy, I can't wait to knock him out first round. Oh, fuck. When you know, you know. If you know, you know. When you hear it, you'll fucking hear it. <laughs> 
Um, but there's t like TNA. I don't think that exists because TNA came out in 2002 when they did those weekly pay-per-views. I believe it was 2002, maybe 2003. So his impact around today, just, just on the simple fact that Eric Bischoff got the money together and bought WCW. Boom. There you go. You know, when you know, you know. And when you don't know, you don't know. And obviously, no one knows except Eric Bischoff. The great man. I love that man. I love that man. Yeah, I mean, wrestling definitely looks different today because would, would it still be around today? You know, how does that whole, you know, again, with, with AEW, you know, would that be a thing like... When guys leave WWE, do they want to go to WCW? You know, because TNA is not a thing. Or does Jeff Jarrett have enough of WCW in 2006? Let's just say 2006, they're still around. He leaves and then does TNA in 2007. What's TNA look like? You know, like, all the guys that were in TNA, where, where are they? And I'm basically judging that on the fact that TNA doesn't exist because of Jeff Jarrett being in WCW. So, where's AJ Styles going to be in 2002? Is he going to be in WCW? Same with Samoa Joe. CM Punk, back in his indie days, would he have gone to WCW? There you go. It's, that just changes everything. I have just changed the entire wrestling business by saying, what if Eric Bischoff bought WCW? Because everyone just thinks about what WCW would have been, would have become, how it would have turned out. I think of all the other stuff. So, like I just mentioned. Alrighty. Uh, fuck. Ooh, running low on these. Yeah, got a few more to get through. Oh, shit. Okay. I believe I've got four more. It's got a lot to do with WCW as well. Fuck this wheel. Gets me going. Alright, what if WCW won the war? <laughs> oh man, why did I put that in there? That's just too funny. That is just too funny. First of all, there's no way. There is no way that would have ever happened. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. So, why is it in there? Okay, so... Let's just say... Let's go back to 97, the screw job. I think the screw job doesn't happen. You don't get the Mr. McMahon character. You don't get Brett screwed Brett. In turn, you don't get Austin versus McMahon. Does that mean you get Mike Tyson versus Austin? You know, not in a match or anything. You know, even though... Um, McMahon wanted Austin to do a you know, boxing match for Tyson. It's fucking that'd work out well, wouldn't it? For Tyson. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, hypothetically, it just... I don't even want to think about this. Talk about it. It sickens me, this, this prospect. What? Okay, so let's just say WCW won the war. WWF's not going to go... They're not going to lose money. They're not going to go out of money. So this just, it makes no sense. They win the war. What What is the war? What do they win? Is it one of those sins where they put WWF out of business? Like, is that, 
is that what this means? If WCW had won the Monday Night Wars, does that mean there's no WWE today? I've got to listen to all these marks right now going, fuck, I wish there was no WWE today because it's shit, it's boring, it's fucked. You're all fucked. Oh, WWE today is so fucking shit. Oh, it's fucked. That's why I don't watch it. No one gives a fuck. All right, shut up. Go back and watch WCW because WCW went so well, didn't it? I apologize for that outburst. Um, does, you know, do WWF guys go to WCW? So what does the winning the war mean? It could simply mean Raw move to Tuesday nights. Raw move to... It could just simply mean that they move to another night. Kind of like NXT. Moving moving to Tuesday nights instead of Wednesdays and that means AEW won the war there was no war you guys were bitching over fucking not even 1 million viewers and even now I think it's been 2 or 3 weeks maybe a bit more I'm not too sure that you know you're on different nights and AEW's losing viewers so all you AEW smarks out there Get over yourself. All right? You didn't drive NXT off Wednesday nights. Okay, I'm pretty sure I had something to do with the NBA or the NHL. And uh, it turns out the NBA is driving away AEW from Wednesday nights. And AEW is going to air on Fridays, but not head-to-head with SmackDown after SmackDown because they know they cannot beat WWE in a fucking ratings war. They're going to air after SmackDown airs on a Friday because you know you cannot get viewers. You cannot take viewers away from SmackDown. Okay, so you fucking AEW smart marks out there, shut the fuck up. Because if AEW had any fucking balls, if Tony Khan had any balls, he'd fucking put AEW Dynamite head-to-head against SmackDown. But he knows he won't win. That's why he's doing it after. But he knows he could beat NXT and then everyone wanted to turn it into a fucking war. It was never a war to start with, all right? Fuck, that felt good. All right. Let's go back. WCW war, if they had won. All right, let's just say it turns out WCW was in the position WWF was in and then WWF, obviously, it goes out of the business. There's no WWF, there's no NXT, there's no blah, blah, blah. Everyone's happy today. Fucking, I'm flipping you all off right now. All right, so does Eric Bischoff make the phone call to Vince McMahon? You know, does WCW sign all the WWF superstars and do they do an invasion but how do you do an invasion when your NWO angle was based on an invasion it essentially be WCW well then again 2001 was the NWO really a thing I mean Hogan was gone um, Macho Man was gone fuck who was there in 2001 like there was just you know, it's it's hard to say because 
it's one of those things where if WCW is going to win the war, well, Hogan's going to be there. You know, there's not going to be all this bitching backstage. Bischoff's going to be a big player still in WCW. You know, it's really hard to say, but let's just, okay, let's just go. Everything's a perfect world in WCW. Um, it pains me to say, but they don't sign Vince Russo. I mean, Vince Russo did ter- terrible things um, to WCW. He gets he gets a lot of blame for it. Um, I love Vince Russo. I'm not going to say anything bad about him. That's my guy right there. Um, but let's just say Bischoff's still running it, and it's still like that 97 momentum they've got in 2000, 2001, and they actually know what to do with it. And WWF goes out. They bring in these guys. They do... They do a proper invasion, you know, maybe you do WCW versus NWA versus WWF. Um, Does Vince McMahon come in and become, you know, a player or does he just come in and and get buried? I think a lot of the WWF guys would have just, I guess much like the WCW guys, just come in and just get buried and that's just like a stamp of just to go, you know, you know what? We won, you didn't. Now you're going to come here and you're going to job out to all our guys because we're the superior show. So, But it didn't happen. So, yeah. And uh, just on that, um, fuck Tony Khan. So, yeah. All right, a couple more here. WCW again. Fucking hell. Got a fucking burner for WCW, don't I? Um, what if WCW opened their doors to D-Generation X? That would have been interesting because the DX thing was a pre-tape, it wasn't live, and WCW was live. So what would happen? What would they what would happen if they went into you know, the WCW arena? As Conrad Thompson said, it's fucking daytime, Eric. It's daytime. What are they going what are they going to film? What's going to happen on Nitro? They f- they're not live. Like DX isn't just going to roll into the ring when a match is going on or, you know, what's, what was going to happen? It just, it would have, it would, <laughs> it would have been a bad situation. It would, it would have been bad. Like it would have just, I don't know, I don't know who would have come off worse if those doors had just opened and said, hey, Triple H, Billy Gunn, Road Dog, China, X Park, come on in. Come on in. Like yeah, come come into our arena, you know, we're just gonna we're just planning what we're going through tonight. You know, what what are your cameras looking to film here? It, it would have made no sense, so that's probably the worst what if, while I really think about it, as I talk about it. It just made no sense. Because it was fucking daytime, Eric. Yeah. Nothing really on that. All right, two more that I've got anyway, and then maybe maybe my brain will start ticking, and I'll just get more ideas. Um, all right, you know what? I've got two, so I will go with. What if Austin didn't go home in two thousand and two? I don't know. Obviously, we all know the reason why he went home. Um, advertised for a King of the Ring qualifying match against Brock Lesnar. In like less than a week's notice. Wasn't happy with that. 
because there could have been some serious, serious money in proper promotion of Brock Lesnar versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, Austin has said, you know, he had no problem doing the job, but the situation that it was, it just made no sense. He's not wrong. It's much like Hogan Goldberg, really, except there was a lot more to gain. Because, um, you know, Hogan saw the value in Goldberg, and I'm not going to talk about that anymore. I already mentioned that. I already mentioned that. Um, but yeah, how's 2002 look for Austin like? You know, he was already he was already living fast, as he said, and you know his neck was in a bad way. You know, does does his career end earlier? You know, like does he have his last match at SummerSlam? You know, then we don't do we get do we get Austin Rock three at WrestleMania 19? You know, does Austin go on to win the 2003 Royal Rumble? Become four time winner? Fuck, I'd love to see that. Uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be a good one. Um, but yeah, it's one of those sins. Like it could, you could have easily built up Austin versus Lesnar at SummerSlam for no title, but then that changes Lesnar. Lesnar just goes on this run and I guess still wins the Rumble. But then you know, who's Rock dropped the title to? Undertaker. Does Undertaker become champion in two thousand and two? Like do. They stick to what they originally wanted to do and have the champion on both shows. So maybe Rock and Triple H for the millionth time for the Undisputed Championship, you know, or fucking whatever. So, but I think the big thing would be Austin's injuries because, I mean, he was out for a long time. It came back at no way out. You know, does, does Austin become like the GM of Raw? in 2003, you know, with this, and do this, you know, thin with Eric Bischoff, like, fuck, who knows, so, I mean, it's just all one of those things, like, he's, I mean, it, it all went pretty much downhill for him anyway, when, nothing against Scott Hall, I love Scott Hall, absolutely love him, I mean, I could fucking listen to his, listen to his interviews and shit all the time, because I reckon he's just got the maddest stories to tell, but, you know, it was all downhill for Austin when he had to wrestle Scott Hall at at Mania because it should have been it it seriously it should have been Austin and Hogan at WrestleMania 18. That's that's should have been my what if any 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 uh any excuse to shit on the Rock because but I think Hogan just didn't want to list Austin because you know Hogan probably knew Austin was a bigger star than him and he was threatened by that. And The Rock wasn't as big of a star as Austin. He had he had potentially more star power, but in the world of wrestling, no, no. Uh, let's go to the last one. Just a pointless fucking spin of the wheel. I'm going to end on this. What if Scott Hall and Kevin Nash didn't leave in 1996? So it all starts with, what if Vince McMahon gave Scott Hall more money, or offered him more money? Scott Hall obviously has come out and said, you know, he went up to Vince and said, you know, am I doing something wrong? No. Okay. Can I improve anything in the ring? No, you're great in the ring. Is it my mic work? You know, can I improve anything there? No, you're great on the mic. It's like, okay, so I'm looking at my 
pay and just thinking like, what can I do to get more money? Obviously couldn't get it. And then started talking with WCW and Eric Bischoff gave his 90 days, said he was leaving to go to WCW and then got uh, then got sprung with a drug test, a piss test that he had failed an old one. Um, so that sort of started it and then said, you know, he apparently, I think he had said to Nash that this is what he's doing. He's leaving. This is the kind of money for the for this many dates and Nash was still you know basically wanted to be loyal to Vince and stay Uh, but what changed it for Nash which uh, is another part of this question uh, what if Bret Hart would have taken the jackknife at the In Your House pay-per-view from Nash again Bret Hart just just another fucking bitter old ugh just to shit on him, but no, it wouldn't wouldn't take the jackknife because it would fucking it'd make him look weak or something, or he wouldn't look strong. Like fuck, he's still gonna he was still gonna be champion. He was still gonna be champion, and that's when Nash went. You know what? Fuck it, I'm in. Let's go to WCW, and boom. Because Nash didn't want to leave. You know, he I I think he had the offer, but wanted to stay. And Vince was like, well, if I pay you this, then I'm going to have to start paying everyone else this and this and that. But yeah, then Bret Hart refusing to take the jackknife um, changed the door for Nash and went, no, nah, that's it, WCW. But what if Bret Hart, you know, wasn't stubborn, wasn't a bitch? He went, yeah, man, I'll take the jackknife. Yeah, I'll take the jackknife. And, you know, what if Vince said, ah, oh, no worries, Scott. Here's more money, pal. Just keep doing that razor gimmick. Oh, yeah. I don't know where that came from. Well, first things first, there's no NWO. So, there's no NWO. And you know what? There's no Monday Night Wars because Hogan wasn't around as much. Joining the NWO saved Hogan's career in WCW because there wouldn't have been much for him to do. What are they going to do? Hogan vs. Flair and Hogan vs. Savage? Like four pay-per-views a year? Like, fuck. No, NWO saved WCW, really. So Hall and Nash stay. What happens to Razor and Diesel? Well, it's not really what happens with them in in WWE. It's more about, more about what doesn't happen in WCW. And they go under a lot sooner than 2000, 2001. There's no Monday Night Wars. There's no curtain call. Therefore, there's no Stone Cold Steve Austin. And there's no streak. Because Nash has said that, he said it on Austin's podcast. Go back and listen to it if you don't believe me. Had he had stayed, he was supposed to beat The Undertaker at at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania 12. Because keep in mind, back then, the streak wasn't a thing. I don't think the streak... Was ever really a streak until WrestleMania 18. So, yeah, there's no streak. So then, in turn, that sort of flips everything around. It's like, well, what happens to Undertaker? Because I don't think Undertaker wrestles once a year at WrestleMania for his streak. You know, we don't get the great match at WrestleMania 25 and 26. 
if Scott Hall and Kevin Nash stay in 1996 because Diesel beats Undertaker at Mania. Therefore, there's no point WrestleMania 26 doing a career verse streak. There's no point WrestleMania 25 in the build-up. Shawn Michaels saying, I've done everything except defeat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. It's a wonderful thing thinking what if, isn't it? Wonderful thing. You know, that's and that's all the reason why I put this in there was because of that fact. I didn't even think what would happen to Razor Ramon and Diesel in WWF. Do they... Do they form the click on TV? There's no Degeneration X, but there is the click, and I think it's essentially the same thing. And then what? Well, like I said, there's no Monday Night Wars. WWF wipes WCW like fucking shit on toilet paper. There you go. I'll leave it on that. Leave it on that note. There you go. I think uh, 27 what-ifs on this two-part extravaganza. Um, I'll get the brain ticking. Maybe. Maybe not. Come up with some more. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But if I get a good 10 or 12 more, then I'll do what-if part three. All right. Well, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you've got any thoughts, comments on what I've said in these past two episodes, please keep them to yourself because I do not give a fuck. Now, nah, let me know what you think. I'm all for it. So thanks again for listening and uh, stay tuned for more episodes. Got some big things planned. All right. I'm just joking. I've got nothing planned. I don't, I don't plan much. I've got nothing planned and it's the way I like it. Thank you. Goodbye.